This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hello, friends. This is Stack and Penny's presented by Mobile One. We have all the beef to get into. We have beef at Bowman Gray. And we have beef at Atlanta. We had a little soggy beef at Atlanta because we got rained on to finish that race where Willie B took home the checkered. Buckle up. This is Stack and Penny's. Stacking them deep, selling them cheap. It tastes like gasoline, rubber, and victory. We're just out here stacking pennies. And we're in it. Hey, guys, I'm Corey the Joy, driver of the number seven. This week it was the Game Bridge Camaro. Um, joined by the normal band of characters, minus one. Mr. To my right, Mr. Chuck Bush. Two weeks in a row he's not here. I mean, we're going to fill the seat. I know. Merriman. <laughs> Where are you? Got an empty chair. Crickets. Yep. Where's he at? He's still on vacation. Can we make the, like, when you click the link on NASCAR this week, can we make it the picture of him with that duck <laughs> and that mustache? Oh I'm putting that. God. If this is, comes out Wednesday at 3 o'clock, that is going to be on my Instagram story, at that picture. You got to watch the video of him releasing the duck because it got wrapped up in uh, some fishing line, and he uh, released it back into Just the wild. a man of nature. Yeah. Well, Hades not here. And yep. then uh, Ryan Flores. Hey. Just- <laughs> Uh, how was the broadcast this week, Chuck? It was pretty good. Um, I had to listen to part of the beginning of the race on uh, PRN. And, I mean, anytime you listen into the radio, it's, it's exciting. Oh, so exciting. But, there, you know, in talking with uh, – we had a call this morning with Steve Letarte and Kim Kuhn for Inside the Race, which is going to be on NASCAR's uh, platforms. And they were just talking about how, like, there was so much going on in the race that they – like, it was hard to cover it all. I, uh, I told Kim – this week, we did a pre-race interview. I said, hey, you guys missed it last week with no driver's eye cam. And you're also missing it this week with no driver's eye cam. I personally think that the driver's eye, that camera that's in the helmet, is like the single greatest camera angle that's developed for motor racing in history. We're, what, three races into NBC's coverage? Yeah. Like, NBC's coverage and Fox's coverage, like, there's different things, like, different Different ones have different cameras. You're going to see more stuff with NBC being on. You're going to see more of the battle cam if you're looking at the NASCAR app, the aerial cam if you're on the NASCAR app. Um, with MB- with Fox, I think it was just straight in-car cameras. So there's more coverage in-car-wise with what you can get on, say, the NASCAR app or on NASCAR.com. Okay. So there's differences in all of that. Ah, I see. How far out are we from having a driver's eye cam for everybody all the time? A little bit. Uh, what's so the, what's just, the hold just up? hearing what what chuck said there it seems like fox puts priority on certain camera angles and nbc puts priority on other yeah. camera angles and then they kind of barter and swap back and forth of what nascar apps can can broadcast how, but how hard is it to like get that in everybody's helmet uh it's not hard i think it's cost they cost money yeah. and it also costs you know people in time so yeah. I, I hope that the progression of of broadcast in the future, whether it's a new TV deal or what, would at least have a, a driver's eye camera in more than half the cars. Look, where we have where we have gotten to with the broadcast in the past five years, with now you have in-car cameras in every car that mm-hmm. you can watch. Like, that is yeah. drastically different That's than huge. where we were just five years ago. So yeah. the progression with which it will expand and then all of the uh, data that we're getting from the cars, what that can do telemetry wise with apps and feeds and all like we're getting there with it. So yeah. technology on the back end is we're, we're getting there and it'll be there in a couple of years where you'll be able to pretty much dial up what you want, see everything. And that'd be really cool. It'll be awesome. Remember the old school direct TVs where they had like five cameras, like, oh, like yeah. five channels yeah. and you could watch like Clint Boyer or Jeff Gordon, like specifically. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of what you now can you do now on that. Yeah, you click on the app, so you get everything right there. You can right watch there. in-car cameras. You get can the scanner. Listen to me get wrecked by Eric Jones. I mean, you can do it all. On well, you that can thing. watch it and listen to it. Yeah, you listen to yeah. MRN or PRN. Mm-hmm. Man, that's living. If living. the thing that, that I want living. to have happen that is is difficult to do with the latency and all of that is to find a way to sync all of it up 
to where if I'm watching TV on, say, a YouTube TV or something like that, and I'm pulling up the NASCAR app, so I've got two different feeds going. If there's a way to get everything mm. to sync up to where I'm watching it all. At the timing. Mm. Mm-hmm. The timing's I'm right. Sure ti- I'm sure a tech geek could probably help you out with oh, that. Yeah. I like, right now, I can watch one feed, and like I'm ahead mm-hmm. a minute from what I am on broadcast. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's way above my pay grade. <laughs> there's um, nerd magic that can figure that out. What? But to answer all of that, the coverage was pretty good and okay. from what I watched. Dude, the race was great because yeah, the rain dude. was coming. It was dicey, bro. Before we get into that, speaking of dicey, you got Diced just, up. You got you got I mean, it was pretty bad looking. He sheared off the bottom. Eric but you and Eric Jones, just to start open conversation. I feel like Eric you and Eric Jones have a history. Yeah, he's wrecked me like three times. And I I, I race him hard because he has wrecked me before in the past several times. Bristol Dirt, Dover last year couple other places he just i think him and i just raced each other super tight but he's came out on the uh, better end of it a couple times and he back up so we dropped the rag we qualified 28th and the track lost uh, a considerable amount of grip especially with hot track temp figured it was going to be a night race so the track was going to retain a little bit of grip but it has weathered and it is bumpy and it is almost back not, dude it was awesome not quite like it is it is much more favoring a intermediate track than it is a super speedway track right now and it's going to get that direction more and more if there was a spectrum of setting your balance the rigidity of your balance like you go to Talladega or Michigan and you can have the car super rigid because it's smooth. There's banking. You don't worry about handling it so much. You want to you want to trim your car out to make the least amount of drag so it goes faster by itself. When you we first went to Atlanta, it was fairly smooth. Track had a lot of grip. You can make your car super rigid and stiff and get away with it because track had grip. You go to a place like Vegas or Charlotte, for example, with a lot of bumps and the asphalt's worn out. You're going to make the car softer, a little bit more roll a little bit different platform so we took the same rigid platform build as we had the last couple times and the racetrack changed much more than we anticipated because we don't we didn't get any practice we'd have we'd have probably made two runs yeah. And realize like, oh boy, this ain't the hot ticket because we were just so stiff. Well, you make one run and you make one lap in practice, and you're married to you're married to the four springs that are in your car. And we get in the race. Well, one lap, was, not even practice, qualifying. Yeah, yeah, you make you one lap of qualifying. Yeah. Um, and we were in the did race you know? swatting flies. Did you know in qualifying, like, oh, or I was like, on new oh, tires? God, I hope this thing just, like, shock down, roll aggressive or something because it's going to be a long night that drives us bad. Yeah. Um, so we get in the race, and it was loose, buddy, just super rigid. Couldn't get over the bumps well, so I was just, like, I, I had to get away from everybody. I kind of merged, like, 23rd, 24th. Um, just hanging on. Felt like I was on the verge of spinning out every lap. Caution comes out. We open the hood. We put a couple rounds on the oh, right really? front. Took some rounds out of left front. Moved the aero balance. Got it off the right rear stop and got it to where I could at least like drive it around the track. You guys, I was wondering because I saw you come rolling out after everybody on yeah, that first oh, caution. Yeah, we wholesaled it. But there's only so much you can wholesale because you're locked into the four springs you have. Yeah. And the only thing you're going to do there is maybe change your wedge and get off the bump stop, but your overall rigidity and stiffness and ride quality is you're married to it. Yeah. So we start dead last, and we actually drove our way to like eighth, ninth, a couple good restarts, car actually drove decent, a couple decent moves, uh, and the 43 car was really good. He was able to roll the top of a lot of guys, get out there, put guys in a bad spot. Uh, And he was trying to work the bottom. And I was middle three wide. The 45 just got out there because I couldn't quite block the top lane because the higher I went, the looser I got. Yeah. And as you go, if if you're following somebody straight on, you're you're a little bit tight. But if you start showing your right front headlight or right side door, it piles a bunch of front downforce in it. And that's uh, what makes you looser. Yeah. So if I was needing to block a run on top, I would have to put myself in a worse arrow position and less load because the banking, like as you go higher, the load of the car is less and less. So I just couldn't cover. Found myself in the middle. The 43 tried holding it wide open and got in the left rear, and then it was over for us. Did you talk to him? Yeah. What? How did that go? Well, so got crashed, right? Boom, boom, bounced back and forth. My guys got the toe somewhat back straight, and we rode around and finished the race until it started raining. You got hit in the left front pretty hard. And then the right front hit the fence, too. Wow. It was towed in, like, three inches. So 
they got that somewhat fixed, rode around. That way we could still be the only car of the, of the year so far that has not had a DNF. That's awesome. Proud of that. Um, so we were able to continue to check that box. So it starts raining, starts drizzling, pull down pit road. And I'm like, okay, sparks is like this. It's coming, like a bigger cell is coming. Uh, so I get out, and I was walking to the pit box, and in between the pit box and my car was Eric Jones and his crew. Him and I exchanged some words, and I don't foresee What did you lead him. off with? Hey, mother. No, just be <laughs> oh. ready. No, just be ready. Yeah. And – I would. I don't anticipate him driving me quite as hard. Really? Um, he didn't. He, know. Was he, he frustrated with he you? He could. He could drive me as hard was as he Was he frustrated with you? Short day. I. I guess. I, he's like, man. I, I. Sorry, I got tight. I'm like, yeah. Lift. <laughs> there's three pedals in there. One. Like, there's a lot of them. You can do a lot of different stuff with all three of them. That reminds me of the Denny when Denny Hamlin and Joey got in a fight in Martinsville when Denny just got tight under him and put him in the fence. Yeah. And that's what Joey went to talk to him. Joey's like, what happened? Oh, I just got tight. And that's what Joey said. Well, he got freaking left. Yes. <laughs> and then they started fighting. Yeah, you use the yeah. brake pedal. We've always had just a thing. I don't know. I mean, we, we're not buddies. We run around each other a lot, yeah, too. Yeah, we run around each other a lot. And, I mean, we're, we're not buddies. We don't talk. We don't hang out. I've said probably 10 words to him in, in my life. And we race, race the crap out of each other. Which but is what I love right now. Yeah. Because I felt like in the, in the mid-2000s, everybody was too buddy-buddy in the coach lot. Oh, no. There's no – like. And through COVID, less people have coaches or come, you know, and it's kind of separated everybody. And I don't want anybody to be friends. Nobody selfishly. Yeah. Like I, uh, a buddy of mine, I brought we brought a smoker out, and I got him hooked up in the do lot, and he had pulled pork and ribs, and he had we had like 150 people worth of food and fed my team. And I sent the I sent a message to the drivers chat, and I was like, hey guys, like buddy of mine's smoking some meats in the do lot. One one driver came by. Joe, it was Joey. Yeah. Hey, shoot. Uh, got, yeah. got anything left over there? Yeah, buddy. Come on over. So that's just – that goes to show, like, hey. Did anybody tell you, like, go fly a kite? I think they they metaphorically did that <laughs> by not showing up and eat my ribs. Oh, I love that. It wasn't my ribs, but they, they were damn good. And more for me, Chuck. So uh, that, unfortunately, we had high hopes that day. We weren't good enough to contend for a win, especially once, you know, the pay window opened and those guys were moving and shaking and moving around. But Atlanta has turned into – an electric track, bro. But you were able to get up into the yeah, top ten. ten. Like, yeah. yeah. And my, my question was going to be, all right, so say the rain hadn't come. You had that incident. You, you saw it with a couple of cars early in the race. Oh, my like, shit was wrecked. So, like, you wouldn't have been able to get no. back up anywhere. That's kind of where you would have no, finished no. is in the 30s? Uh, Well, we were down three, four laps. Okay. Um, And then there was a couple guys in front of us, two down, one down. So, we wouldn't have, we wouldn't have been in a position to get the dog. And our, our, we didn't drive. Our car was wrecked, like wrecked, wrecked. Like the 24, I just spun him right out. I actually kind of felt bad about that. Oh, you spun the 24 out? Yeah, which put him on a different strategy. Which they were able to flip because he had more fuel than everybody else, and he ended up winning the race. How did you spin him out? Uh, down the front straightaway. I was on the bottom, and the bottom line started breaking up. And so my my everybody has their rearview cameras in a different spot. I've got my dash right ahead of me, obviously. And then I put on the kind of the same level plane as my mirror. So I was, I saw the top lane. There's like only three or four guys in front of me, and it was the 11 was coming like two back with a run. So I'm like, okay, my stuff's not handling good. I gotta get to the top and just play defense. And I had a hole, and the rate at which William was driving by, I'm like, okay, three, two, one, about about clear. And I was, I wasn't oh, clear, and I was like, up. oh no, I misjudged it. And it was like the slowest spin. It was like. And he was like, sideways, sideways. sideways. I'm like, get it, get that. Oh, sorry. And I text him, I'm like, hey, man, you're welcome. You know, yeah. to what this morning. You, what do you say, man? He goes, yeah, thanks for that. He goes, actually, that was my fault because I lifted because he was trying to. Oh. He, Chase was in front of him, in front of me, and uh, he was trying to blend in front of the 24. Oh, so that's why you missed it. Yeah, he lifted. I'm like, oh, that makes sense because I, I would have been clear if you just stayed in the gas. Uh, but he lifted to let his teammate in, and he got hooked. Oh, that makes more sense. That's what I said. So it is funny how a lot of those – like a lot of those rain races, like a Chris Busher, the Fog Race of Pocono, you know, David Rudiman, the Coke 600, like they're all – those the guys are on the flip strategies. Yeah. Different from everybody else are the ones that are the, Joey, his first cup – Yeah, Loudon. Win Loudon, right? Like 
The guys and he got spun out and yeah. then just got the lucky dog and yeah. we ended up, yeah. Yeah, and stayed out because everybody else was, was planning to run the whole race and you're on a different fuel strategy and you find your way up front. DeVries. For William Byron's fourth dub of the year. Oh, so frustrated about it. But the the race was awesome and it was like, it made me very anxious because we had a good car and we were racing with Brad and the rain was coming. Like it was coming like really quickly and thought that it was going to be lightning before the rain even came. So you're like, mm-hmm. I feel like you're racing the lightning. Like, okay, when's any this going to happen? It can be any lap they're going to call it. So it's like get to the lead and get to the lead now. So the race at the end was felt like for the win for the last 50, 60 laps they ran. And we didn't even think, one, didn't think we were going to make it to halfway. And then we didn't think we were going to make it to the end of the second stage. And then once made the end of the second stage, everybody's bed was kind of made. Like, okay, are you going to wait on fuel? Because then it started to dissipate. Well, so McDowell went like 91 91 laps on fuel. Petey pushing Petey was stretching. I mean, they couldn't have went one more caution lap. I mean, like, I think a fuel run was like 80 laps. So they went – eight miles i don't know like what eight or nine miles longer than what they what they could have so the they, racing though like i i, I was dude, so it was not to it jump was around too much it was fun man. not to jump around too much on the rain side let's just wrap that up i was frustrated in the moment because i felt like we had a car to win and the 24 is like gonna walk his way into the final four right now yeah which is good we we were in a spot where we had a chance to we just didn't need the 24 from a, from a strategic standpoint to, like, keep winning more races. But good for them. Not not bummed on them. But you definitely want to see a Ford win there, being that, you know, how strong the Fords were. Would love to do it to be, you know, the 2, the 12, or the 22. When I look back at it and go, because, like, under that caution, like, open pit road, what are we doing? We're just riding around. On the flip side, what happened at Daytona last year when it started raining and half the field wrecked, I guess that's what they were trying to stay away from. Yeah, we knew the weather was coming. Uh, we knew that it was going to be a big storm when it got there and it was going to set in. Hell, we were sitting there at the pit box, and I was like, what? We were watching the TV, and I'm like, why is William Byron standing at the trophy? Did they call this thing already? And then yeah. Blaney come walking up. He's like, yeah, they called it. I'm like, okay, <laughs> well, okay let's go. It was pretty to be, quick. To be fair, it rained yeah. until 7 o'clock this morning when I was leaving. Oh, the they, it was a big storm. Yeah. I mean, that's one of those things, like, if they know that they're, like, you're past halfway, yeah. there's no chance you're going to get pull, in. Like, just, just pull the plug. Yeah. If you are one of the people that said, we should race during the day, you obviously were not there. Oh, my goodness. Dude, they were racing lane one, two, three, four. Oh, uh, we, no, people would have, like, oh, died. died in the grandstands. Oh, it's freaking hot. It's hot, though. yeah. It was yes, very, the very humidity hot. was brutal. Yeah. Junior Ramen Bar is celebrating its 13th anniversary, and on July 24th and 25th are running a Christmas in July special with $13 price tags on four of their most popular ramen bowls, $3 small plates, and the first 100 guests at lunch will receive a free Jinya branded swag bag. Jinya Ramen Bar has over 50 locations nationwide. To find the one nearest you, visit JinyaRamenBar.com and experience ramen like it's meant to be. Since we wrap that up, put a bow on that. Okay, rain delay was not ideal, but you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. Move on from that. The racing, the the bottom shots, like try to island hop and get by a couple guys, and then later in the race when the 19 was running the fence and getting by people, yeah, it was just like, and then everybody's trying to adjust. That's what was fun with the track changing is like the first time we went there it was just kind of your typical speed race. Everybody knew how two it was going to go. Yeah. And when the from the time the race started to the time the race ended, it had changed a couple times, and everybody kind of had to figure it out. And I love watching guys have to figure it out on the fly because we, you know, we race a lot of things that we've raced before, a lot of tracks and the cars, and we figure it out so well that sometimes it makes the racing not as exciting because everybody kind of does it the same way. Yeah. But watching everybody move around and figure stuff out and how they were going to pass each other and who was working together it was really interesting to watch yeah it was uh it raced completely different though there this time than it did either the first race or the two races last year i feel like the track has lost a considerable amount of grip and also the setups of the cars are going to continue to evolve and change you know like i said that the cars were probably trimmed out more so for like talladega-esque last year 
And I think you're going to see guys go back to more of a conventional intermediate style setup uh, going back for, for the next couple weeks or the next couple times we go just because the thing is you have to be able to hold it wide open or you're on the verge of it at least. But I think I heard William Byron say talk about it, it but it was different than like the old 550 package. Um, I, feel, I feel like these cars are a little bit more efficient through the air so you don't get the the complete terrible like dirty air wash like you would get the old cars. Um, the track has enough banking to where the, the dirty air doesn't really impede you terribly. The runs are fun to watch. Yeah. And, you know, you, you could get a big run down the front straightaway and you see the guys on the bottom and, and sliding off a two. So, hey, I'm a, I'm a fan of the new. I wish it was. I, and I'll say this again. What about Texas? Oh, I hope they do it in Texas. They're not, they're not going to do it. I, I mean, I'm, I don't know. I staying off, staying away from Texas until <laughs> we got to go there. But okay. I would hope that Atlanta is the last race of the regular season. Like I would love to see That's Atlanta be the last race of the regular season, like you said, what and Daytona back to Fourth of July mm, and Street Race the week after. Chef's kiss. Yes. So hopefully, hopefully they do that. Hopefully they listen. I don't think they will, but you know, hey, what you do never I know. know. You never know. Um. The one thing I wanted to kind of touch on, we saw, you know, Byron is back at the top of the uh, point standings. He's got four wins. You got Kyle Busch two weeks in a row. Randall Burnett is making calls on the pit box when they might not have had the best car, but they're in a good position to finish. Are these two, would you say those two are almost locks to make it to the final four? Like we're halfway through the, the, the season at this point. Like, not halfway Chuck, to the playoffs. Ain't nobody a lock. Ain't nobody a lock. Yeah, that's it. Now, you could you could venture to say if somebody has a considerable amount of playoff points in the bank, whoever wins the regular season playoffs gets those – or the regular season points gets 15. I don't know how – if he's won four, that puts him at 20, right, already. And whatever many stage wins he's got as well. I, dude, I think – so – I, we, I'm going to back off because we just said nobody's a lock. I think the 24 minus a few catastrophic failures are a lock for the final four. As strong as they've been, I think that um, with as many uh, – we saw the nine car do it last year. Yeah. You know, he's going to have – he's already got four wins. If he wins the regular season championship, which he's leading, yeah. right, yeah. even after a points penalty, going to have three more wins, so it's going to be 15 more points. So he is going to – He's going to have almost a full race worth of points on somebody that has a small. Have yeah. Smooth sailing. They're finding ways to, like, this was, to me, finding a way to win when you might not necessarily have the best ride. They had a good car. Got to make your own luck. Right. Yes. Yes. I mean, they were there. They could have been second. Man, on the, the the battle on the fringe, you moved down a couple spots in points this I know, week. It's been a tough, that was a tough one. But the, that battle, that it, like, Suarez, Bubba, and. and fourth, maybe? McDowell. Well, like, shout out to McDowell. Yeah. I mean, dude, shout out to McDowell. The, and Tra Travis Peterson. Now, those guys have been on a heater the last month or so. Making so, the playoffs is hard, dude. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, they punch above their weight class better than anybody. Uh, for sure. They, I mean, they're, they're the team that – they're the ones that find the way to run right. seventh, to run, yes. you know, eighth, to run fourth like they saw last week. That is – there are so many very solid, deep – well-engineered teams and front row is I would not probably put them on the list of just overall personnel and budgets and those guys are that's the experience of Mike McDowell and also the you know the gutsiness of a, a young kid Travis Peterson buddy ours been around a couple different places first time crew chief and like he ain't scared to get after it and sometimes it play, pays off and sometimes it doesn't but lately what's he one spot out of, he's in the playoffs right he's now. in the playoffs 16 plus spot. two that is a that is a Big big deal with seven to go. A couple good, re couple good uh, road courses coming up for him too. So that would be. Where do you feel like you need to be right now to be comfortable in the playoffs? Do you think how many more winners do you think we'll have? And what's your seven races? You said. Um. Yeah. There's. I think you got to be. You don't want to be in the bottom four. Who has not won that we think can win? Let's like, see. Pretty. I think you know. You look at. Harvick, Keselowski, we got Chase Richard, Elliott, Suarez. McDowell, Chase, Cendrick. Yeah. yeah, Chase hasn't won yet. Um, Bowman, yeah. Bowman won the most races at this point last year. Austin right? Dillon. Yeah, I mean, you've got Daytona coming up that he won there last year. Yeah. New Hampshire. Hell who, we're going to talk about picks there for a little in a little bit. Um, Pocono. Mm -hmm. 
Pocono. <laughs> Pocono. They can Michigan surprise winners of Pocono quite a bit. And Michigan, Michigan, Bubba, so dominant yep. there. Yep. Indy Road Course, Watkins Glen, Daytona. To your point earlier, uh, William Byron has seven stage wins. Uh, that's the most of any driver. He's also led the most laps at 742. Oh, yeah. boy. William's yeah. setting up for a heater of a the playoff. Next closest person is Kyle Larson, who is ranked, what, fifth in the playoffs projection I just and eighth overall, like 592 laps. You, every so. time you look up, the 24s is up there yeah. in the mix. Chastain's got the next most stage wins at five. Okay. Talk about two cars that are impressive and that are quietly impressive. 11th and 12th in points, Chris Boucher, Brad Keselowski. Yeah. yeah. They are Cause they were making atrocious their stuff last better. Year. Making their stuff better. I, I really do wonder if this race had gone the distance, if it the might not have gone fast. through one of those two. I think it was between two. the 6 and the 12. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, the 17 was okay. It was good. But the 6, like, the six, the six and us, we were good. 6 could pass at will. Yeah. And a hungry Brad Keselowski on Super Speedway is very good. We've been saying it for a while. Like, they are showing – that like I feel like that win for that team is right around the corner, somewhere because they they've been showing these signs of promise and shines shines signs of speed that I, I, I don't know. Dude, I feel like it's coming. And the parity in the in points like we were points leaders four weeks ago. We left for we went to Sonoma the points leader, mm-hmm. and then three weeks later we were tenth. That's how quickly you can oh, yeah. you can fall off the just top fall right off with playoff points and yeah. like you you go you have a bad couple of races well, stage and, points too um, and you look at the guys on the fringe here right 16th McDowell 15th Suarez 14th Stenhouse Reddick's in he's 13th so is Stenhouse Stenhouse won yeah oh yeah he did he's Daytona 500 yeah. champion yeah that 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 little race beginning of the year. Okay, I, I, I <laughs> forgot all about that already. Yeah, it was like You're still thinking uh, Cindric won the, the fight. <laughs> that was last year. It feels like it was so long ago already. Yeah. Um, yeah, it feels like it was long ago, but just yesterday. That's how these the, the stress work? of one lug nut. You, you could say you blocked it from your memory. Maybe I might have. Man, I I think that the the guys I'm not comfortable if I'm Boucher or Keselowski right now, and they're 11th and 12th. Right, I'm a little bit more comfortable if I'm Kevin Harvick. He's ninth because I don't know that there'll be that many winners. But yeah. I mean, historically, that 12th through 16th, generally in that first round, like the last guys in, they're the first guys out. I know I wouldn't want to be there. Yeah, I can't. Man. I'd like to be there. I mean, yes. Like, to, to make the oh, playoffs. Oh, you want to be yeah. in. Yeah. You want to be in. If you got, if you want a shot at winning the whole thing, that's a tough spot to come from. You'd have to win a race in the last two rounds for yeah. sure if you, don't, if you had a low bank of playoff points. The, the Chase Elliott factor to me is, I mean, he's got to win. And they're going to have to start throwing Hail Mary soon, I would say. He's, what, 60 points out? Yeah, but the car is in on Oder's points, right? And that's what gets paid out. So it, it depends on what you're really looking at. So the nine cars in on the playoffs via owner's points. Obviously, Clyde, if he wants to get himself in the driver's points, which I don't know what goes down in the, in the record books. I would imagine racing reference goes down as your driver points, and you don't want that sucker to be 17th if you've had a little better year than that. We did it We did it last year, right? We were in on driver's points but not owner's points. And you, you want to – like all the celebrations and everything are for driver's yeah. championship. All the money is paid for owner's championship. Yeah. So, it's a, yeah, it's – Double edge, you can have both. Sword. Yeah, you gotta get out. Clouds go get. It, does I, he do, does he do it? I hope so. Man, I didn't have the twenty four winning four four and and he doubled his win being this year. dominant yeah. Yeah. right and the nine having none. Like eight career wins, I think at this point. So half of them come this year. I could see I could see Clyde in the mix at Watkins Glen. I could see him in the mix any week. Yeah, yeah. Right. He's in the he's in the mix any week. Yeah. Michigan Pocono, Loudon, anywhere they go. Well, was so. it wasn't it last year at Watkins Glen where the five went in there and just smash him right out of the way in turn one? Uh, yeah, might I it was yeah. one of these years. Yeah, I yeah, it might have been year. last year. Yeah, yeah. Well, don't rule him out. I mean, he's a champ for a reason, man. He can mm-hmm. get it done about everywhere. Anything else cool happened, Atlanta? <sighs> I feel like there was some cool stuff. We Xfinity did some, race was good. Shout out! I didn't get to watch it. I was Bowman Gray. He was pumped up. College cars didn't go together, which was shocking. They usually work really yeah, well together. Yeah, it cost, cost one of them the win for sure. Hemrick had the spot. Justin Haley had the run and was like, nope, I'm going to go for second. I mean, he he, he mentioned Bowman Gray. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, I went to Bowman Gray. 
Dang it. Why didn't we talk about that yet? Let's go. Yeah, it was fun. What would you drive? I drove a what they call stadium stock. It's four banger. Which is a yeah version of their four cylinder. Yeah. Do they have like the skid plates on the back tires? No, they did. Pull one with a chain on the back. No, it's just a straight up race. Okay. They dude, there there's some guys in that stadium stock field. They're really good. There's AJ Sanders, Curry. There's Chuck Wall. They like they're. I learned all about this when I went and did the Flow Racing booth. Okay. Because a lot of times you just watch the modifieds. You don't watch anything else. Yeah. But like. I grew up street. My dad was a street stock racer. So I really enjoyed watching that last week. And Dillner gave me a good history on it. And then my buddy Patrick Mullen, who's another Jersey guy, he was a tire guy for the 11 car. When I was in the Flow Racing booth, he was like, hey, man, I got a car if you want to go race. I don't race there often, but we can go there and run. And I'm like, so you absolutely. They blew the dust off that thing and you went racing? He ran it at Caraway. Like he runs it. He just doesn't okay. run Bowman Gray much. Um, which I didn't understand why. And you've been talking about going to Bowman Gray for a long time. I just want to go around there. Yeah. Like it wasn't like a, that wasn't like a, we're going to go there and I want to go there and win. I was like, I just want to go around the place and yeah. do it and just have fun. It's like pretty I, sweet, isn't it? I just like go. Yeah. Dude, it's amazing. I was walking just around and Eddie Wood was there by himself just watching the races. <laughs> like I was like, Eddie Wood? He's like, yeah. And then he's like, Putin Swish come walking up and he's like, Hey, take my picture of Putin Swisher. Like he was like a fan. What a great right? name. And I was like, there's so many people Puddin there. Swisher. Putin Swisher's awesome. But yeah, I don't mean to blow up Eddie Wood spots, but he was just sitting there enjoying the races by himself. Who's Putin Swisher? The legend Southern modified racer. Okay. Yeah. Legend. He like, owned he like raced, Junior Miller? He Junior Miller actually drove for him once Putin Swisher retired. Hmm. Yep. Yeah, he's just a legend. But uh Go out and practice. Car was really good. They practice from 10. How many snack packs do you have to eat to get the next one in pudding? It's a lot of snack packs. I don't know. I feel like he might have predated snack packs. Yeah. Probably. I think yes. <laughs> agreed. Um, but they practice like 10 the noon, like 10 the morning. So like I woke up at, you know, I left my house at 8.30, get there by 9.30. And um, I stopped at Sean's house on the way up there to get a GoPro so we do a little vlog on it, put on YouTube. Mm. But uh, you got there a half hour before practice. Got there like a real driver. Like a, well, yeah, I got kids and shit, man. <laughs> so got in practice. We were fast. Run another practice. We were good, and then we had till six o'clock. We were done at eleven fifteen, and we had till six o'clock until anything else. Was that started. on Saturday? Yeah, it's on Saturday. So my wife and kids drove up there, and we went to eat in downtown Winston-Salem, which is really cool. There's a playground. On the outskirts of Winston-Salem, it's got, like, dinosaurs built into it. And then we went to a barbecue place that uh, had an arcade. So we had a good day with the kids. Go back to the racetrack. What's that hot dog joint they all talk about? Pulliams. Pulliams. It's yeah. really cool. Yeah. Okay. yeah, I went a couple weeks ago. Um, anyway, race. Start the race. Like, you have to just they, – they take the field. There's 30, there's 30 stadium stocks there, 31 or something. They take the field. They split it in two because they can't have two, so they take the top 15 and put them in one race, and the bottom 15 put them in the other. We obviously had no points because we don't race there, so I was in the bottom 15 race. You just pick a pill. You don't qualify. From one to 15? One and picked eight. Like, okay. Um, Peyton, the guy I was driving for, Patrick's son, picked the pill, eight. Okay, we started eighth. Well, it was like I run a lot of street stock stuff, and I race indoors. It was like racing a street stock indoors. So I took yeah. two. I was like, okay, this is pretty good. Rolled the top. Got to the lead. Does that new asphalt? Because they had to repave that ton of grip last last year. Yeah, ton of grip all over the place. It was even well, on top. Even the top. I passed everybody. I passed was on the outside. Um, get to the lead. Get like the guy behind the guy I passed for the lead tried to spin me out. Yes. Save it. Another guy gets underneath me. That guy tries to spin me out. Like harpoon me. Um, saved it. Ended up. Winning the race, it was really cool. Got flipped off on the backstretch during my well, victory lap. Yeah, did they introduce you from New Jersey? Like they don't like. I think they, they introduced don't. me from Huntersville. Okay, that's yeah. Good. So I was, I was. Imagine all right. if they'd known you from New Jersey, bro. They'd have been throwing shit. Yes. At you. Yeah. Oh yeah. But they, but they don't like your kind around. No, here. they don't. But it was cool. Um, picture taken. Then we went. Like I, I didn't I take heard anything you of the it. Fans off back. Okay, so they give you the checker flag. You do a lap. So I do a lap, and I get to the, I get to where we used to stand in the turn three. It's yeah. these kids, and it were, like I saw, kids? no, they were twenty three. I literally saw us, literally us, me, you, yeah. Steve-O, George. Like I saw us. That's yeah. what we would do. Flicking off Burt Myers. So this guy, these kids are flipping me off. So I'm like, son of a gun, I just got flipped off. 
so I, um, so yeah, I, uh, do victory lane and I get back in the car, drive around. And so you have no helmet on? No helmet on. And I come back and I see them and they go to flip me off. And I flipped them off first. Did you stop? No, I rolled slow though. So they could see it. I think bomber who's on the roots team, his brother was there. He even said, my brother saw you flip those guys off. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, I get to, um, tech and there was some guy there that wasn't like not super happy that we won was protesting everything because you're from new jersey i don't i don't know i didn't really understand it but there was i mean i think people just go to bowman ridge get mad in tech that's what it was and i was like hey like stop it's okay and it's like they go to work monday through friday and then they just show up on saturday ready to bitch about whoever won yeah yeah that's like they're that's like watching their it's SVU, madhouse right like my wife watches svu for drama <laughs> These guys go there and sit in tech and yell. So uh, they wanted us to, like, pull the motor and transmission out of that. We're like, we're not doing that. So we just uh, gave him the trophy back, loaded up, and left. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I got my picture in victory lane. Here's yeah. trophies. So yeah, like, know. it wasn't – like, it was never a thing. Like, we're going to go there and cheat them. Like, we're gonna, I just wanted to go there and go around the place. Yeah. Ended up working out where we won the race. Didn't want any drama. Like, hey, didn't want any drama. Sorry. The guy, the guy that was running second – coming to the checker just stopped and pulled off because i think his stuff was illegal and he didn't want to go through tech so like i didn't like, he know he, when, did, he I, won. when i watched it back i was like i think i just pulled off like nope not me good luck <laughs> uh, that's awesome but pulled a little svg yeah but yeah it was um it was a ton of fun and i you know i really want to go back and run a modified i really appreciate patrick Malone and those guys like it was i've known him and his brother a long time he's a he's from new jersey he's uh, was kind of an inspiration for me to move down here. Wall Stadium guy. Really? So it was cool to did, get to so hang out with them. Did, uh, what was your – it's not obviously not the first, second, or tenth time you've been to Bowman Gray, but how was your first – what was your takeaway as first weekend as a competitor? It's a lot of fun. I The, the repave, like the speed bumps are really – like you can use them. Um, it's, it's wider than you think, but it's also narrow when you get out of shape. Uh, and I just love the passion of it. It's just like – Was it packed? packed to the brim it was a hundred lap modified race they landed parachute like there was parachutes in the infield people skydiving in in the middle of the race like they stopped stopped the race and they um, on purpose yes oh, okay yeah, they had like a skydiving show and um it was just it, the whole thing and the way it's set up you can just like as close you are to the action and the way that the races work you could just watch a car go around there by itself and you're going to be intrigued Mm-hmm. And you put 20 of them out there and it's, it's a lot of fun and everybody kind of has their, their people they pull for and they go against each other and yeah, we can, I've got a modified coming. We'll go there. Oh, I, I, I want to be there for that. We'll go there and mess around. Oh, you can be, like, you can be the crew chief, Chuck. I'll do whatever. Like I will, I like that experience of going to Bowman Gray. Dude, and, we need to get, we need to get like crew shirts, name tags, Chuck, Corey, <laughs> Dude, Barry, I man, love the modifieds. Yeah. He'll take PTO. I love the modifieds, but like really when you get into it and just doing the flow racing, you know, the street stocks and the state, yeah. like that's where the fun is. There's way more like yeah. there's polarizing figures in that. Well, the the modified boys take it serious, bro. They but do. You have to. They do. Um, yeah. But but the ones that you see smashing into each other in a caution, it's like the street stocks and the yeah. sportsmen, like those are the guys that they Driving ain't afraid they the rip infield, the yeah. rip the nose off. They're not scared. I want to be a fan for that. I want to watch that stuff. But, like, going down there, like, just the history of Modifieds at Bowman Gray, just to be a part of that, I think would be amazing. And, like, bucket list type. Modifieds in general are just badass race yeah. cars. Running one this weekend, Chuck. Yeah. Running up in New Hampshire? New Hampshire. Yeah. Driving the old number one Celsius Modified. Redemption from last year. Yeah, yeah. You the learned Ultra. some stuff last year? Learned some stuff. Setup-wise on, you know, those things, too, are the only – Race cars I've driven, they get arrow loose because they are like 85, 90% rear downforce. They make no front yes. downforce. So when you're in traffic, you lose all the rear downforce and you get super loose. Uh, I've learned that the hard way, but there it's really sensitive, um, whether you're by yourself or in traffic. So you have to make sure your car is kind of balanced both. But we we had a really good car there last year. Alternator stud broke because we lost some power. Um and we had a tumultuous pit stop as well. We came <laughs> you get, in. You know what they say. You get, you get, get what you pay for. Um, and if it's free, 
It probably ain't for me when it comes to the picture. <laughs> uh, both my, so we, I think we went in third, left like dead last with like 10 to go. Robbie Fuller did not get pick guns for that race. He had, oh, my God. He had they the, were like little Tonka truck. He had Tonka truck pick guns. So <laughs> so hopefully we're set up a little bit better this week. He's got to know better than I'm a, that. Yeah, no doubt. We're, go, we're going loaded for bear this week. New Hampshire's a really cool place, man. It's been a, it's actually put on a pretty good cup show, too, the last couple yeah. years. Yeah. But the modified race, no matter what, is generally the best race of the weekend. As much of those things draft. and um, You know what you learned last year? Gouge or be gouged. That's it. Because so the guy that gouged you ended up won the race. race. Yep. Yeah. So use the Nerf bars. That's what they're there for. They're not there for show. They're there for Go. <laughs> Go out of the way. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, my Nerf bars can get used up this weekend, or it's going to be out front. We'll see. We'll hope. Good Last news is Eric Jones is in the race. He should be safe. Should be okay. Should be clear of Eric Jones because we had at his hand several bent woe links this weekend. Oh. So, we're going to break down some pit road boats and woe links right after this. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. For me, race day is a great reason to shut down the laptop, put the phone on silent, and simply enjoy the driving. But Mobile One wants to remind you that you can get the same kind of escape any day of the week. How? By simply hopping in your car, rolling the windows down, and hitting the road. No emails, no calls, no work, just freedom. Mobile One, for the love of driving. Pit Road Boats and Woe's Time. couple bent woe links. Couple On my end, I feel like we almost need to like name everybody who bent woe links now in this section. This week? Because now we have a fit notice every week now. Yeah, like no, I'm saying this counter. week, who? So you so had one. So the 42 one. drove straight in the fence, broke, bent a woe link. Dude, I think the, maybe the biggest woe, and help me understand this, because I would, you know, I'm on pit road, I didn't really get to watch it. The five car spun, came no, to pit road. The 43 spun him out. Thank God he's not in the modified race this week. Yeah. Um, how'd four, your wife and how'd your kids? <laughs> the 43 spun out the five. So the five spun out, and they changed their rear tires, like, I don't know if they changed the front or not, though, because they were chased. They, I don't know if they weren't ready because he was spun and was right on pit road. So like, yeah. you don't have your gloves on or you're like taking a leak. Yeah. And you're not there. Um, The rear changer ran out and changed the right rear. I didn't I kind of cut off and I didn't see if they changed the front. But I if they did, it'd be weird that it blew because I don't know if they were trying to beat the pace car and they just changed the rear right rear and sent him back out because then the tire blew up on the pace lap. What did? The right front did, and it blew the front, like the right front fender and everything off the car, and they ended up being done because oh, of Oh, really? It. Yeah, so I don't know if they got, like, flat spotted the right front, and they didn't get it changed. I don't Higgy or, or Chuck, you can tell me if they did, or if there was something that got bent and was rubbing the tire and blew it up. But mm. it, the way it blew up, it looked to me like it was flat spotted, and yeah. they didn't change it. And then it killed the car when it came back around. Yikes. So... That I mean, but you're trying to stay on the lead lap. But if it blew the fender off of it, can't you just duct tape it up? No, because there's no structure now. They're Kevlar. Yeah. So there's just no structure to them now. Um, and you can't put screws or anything in it. So you try to bare bond it, but if it loses its bracing and its structure, you're not going to get it back. Mm. And that, it, it That's what seemed to end his day. According to the uh, replays, the five got loose before the 43 ever got to him. Um, just that doesn't fit Corey's agenda today. No, just just saying, just saying. Just now, did the forty three hit him? 
there was some contact, but the five was already going before. But was just finished it. Okay. Yeah. Finish it. <laughs> he got him. He got a couple of different guys of this weekend. Um, Who else got? Yeah, the forty-two. Yeah, the twenty-four did not. But yeah, we uh, talked about that. Yeah, he. Uh, if anything. You know, the little bit of damage you get when you ride around on flat tires, you probably knock the, some depth off the strakes. Yep. Lose a little over, overall total downforce 21, there. 21. 20, what happened? Did he – somebody – like they bounce off the left rear stop or bro, something. Oh, it was so easy that first run of the day to spin out, and he was the first one to do it. The one car was terrible. Been a tough, tough couple of weeks for the old 21. Um, it's been a tough year for the 21. Yeah. Um, the one got collected in our wreck. But he just and wasn't very good all weekend. No. Qualified terribly. Yeah. Um, Nine car wasn't great all weekend. Yeah, I heard one of his post-race interviews. He said he couldn't hold it wide open for a lap. He That was about the same. Too free. Yeah, that was just the same program I was on. Um, the, seven, the 99 ended up running second, though, so I'm curious to know how much different those setups were. Yeah. Uh, who else uh, got banged up? I don't, I don't know. Uh, how did the 19 get turned around? I don't, I don't, I don't know. Dude, can you pull that up? I don't know how the 19 got turned. I know that he was hauling the mail on the top, though. They, I, he was pretty dicey because the rain was coming. Is he the one that got turned around at the end of the race? No. Okay, that was before them. The four got turned around at the end of the race. Okay. Um, that would be so frustrating. Like I, I don't mind being like the second to last caution. Be the last caution, you know, running I don't know tenth or something and get hooked, and then it starts raining. I'd be like, oh my goodness. Yes. Yeah, that that was the the frustrating it's, part. Yeah, you're racing to the rain, and yeah. it's like a caution, and like okay. Yeah, all I need is a caution here. Nope, oh, nope. You are the caution. Yeah. Um. The, no caution for the four. The forty-one twenty-three. Oh, there was is, no caution for that. Yeah, because yeah. he got four oh, got down low, and he was on the um, flat. Yeah. The flat, and then it was the forty-one and the twenty-three ah. that, that brought out. Which yeah. I was happy they didn't throw cautions for that stuff. Like I, I like that tempo that they you know, didn't throw cautions for the yeah, four spin in or the forty-two hit the fence in front. Like he hit the wall at three and four, then he went down to turn one, didn't lift, and then really plugged it, and he just kept going. Like yeah. <laughs> they didn't throw a caution. Um, that's a that's a finicky line though to tow. It's a line, yeah. I think it's situational. Not. Yeah, but in that situation, it all worked out very well. Um, and look, if it's a race that's running on and getting boring, and someone spins out, use it. Throw a caution. Yeah, I'm good it for out. it. Yeah, it's definitely one thousand percent situational. Yeah, rack them up. But rack them up. Yeah, we gotta be careful of how much we complain on Twitter about cautions being thrown or not thrown. Because yeah, and they'll that's be like, what, hey, we'll keep that thing in the bag. Yeah, they're definitely listening. Um. Who are but the dogs of the week? I, we, you know, this week, it was weird this week because it's hard to tell on these pit stops because everybody's waiting on fuel or not waiting on fuel. So yeah. Some guys dropped the jack. So we're not going to hand out any dogs of the week. I did have a guy um, through through this week on Twitter where I was just getting tweeted by everybody that said, and I wanted to address this. And I hope he's listening. He said, there's no way that everybody that you name can be a dog. And I said, oh, no, sir. If we're talking about them on this podcast and they're at the cup level – they are dogs. Yes. For sure. Um, so shout out to all the guys that we have talked about. It's a it's a grueling job. I'm, I wonder why that somebody would think that. Um, I don't – I think, you know, the, there's, there's a couple different things. I think they think this shit is easy. They think it's easy. They don't realize, the, you know, how – I think it looks easy on TV. I could do that. You yeah, know? totally. And like, it's, like, and another guy told tires me, on a car. Another guy told me that when my knees blow out, there's 15 guys waiting in the wings to take my job, which is not the case. There's not, there's not a, a, no race team has a depth of maybe two or three guys. Well, there's one thing of having a depth of a tire changer. There's only so many elite tire changers. There's only so many that at the cup that are cup level, cup ready. Yeah. And and there's a lot, a lot of work that goes into it, and a lot of sacrifice to do it at this level. So all these guys that that are are winning these races or that we're talking about that are you know the fastest on pit road in the cup series it is one it's not hard to get there and two it's are one it's really hard to get there it's not easy to get there and two to be elite to be the guys that are setting the pace yeah that is a whole nother game because there are hundreds of grown-ass men trying to do their best job to be the fastest on pit road yeah. Right. Or there are 
30 grown men trying to drive their there's you know 30 crew chiefs 35 the task crew chiefs. to get yeah. to to get to compete at the cup level is a grueling road you know you got to yeah. stick it out you got to do Drive you know to you Berlin. have to yeah do arca cars and trucks and xfinity yeah. and it's just you know the the road to get there and the work like being cup being at the cup level just getting there is no joke yeah right and sustaining a good career there is a sat is a you know you almost sacrifice your life for it you know like what you do every day how you eat the the hobbies you have the time with family no weeks off yeah right like you i haven't taken i talked to rocco about this last week because we were talking about what off season looks like i said man i haven't taken an, an off season in two years because we went from five to one lug nut so worked all through November, December, January, into February on one lug nut. And then last year went from right-handed to left-handed. So worked all off-season again. So, like, I maybe have taken a week or two off in two years. But nobody sees that, right? They see the racetrack and go, oh, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, that, you know, that's what that's what this segment's for. You're trying to uh, shine trying, a light on it. Trying yeah. to shine a light on it. It was the 34 that got into the 19 on pit road. Oh, they wrecked on pit road. Bro, it was yeah. sketchy. Yes. Some guys were doing fuel only. Some guys were doing rights. It it's was a like, tight pit road. <laughs> Dude, it was like. <laughs> and everybody's on the lead lap. Yeah. Because no one goes a lap down at those races. Yeah, the 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 43 got turned around. There was there was a couple of different. Something happened with the 11. Then the 11 got a penalty because their tire rolled into the car in ah. front of them's pit box. 24 have a penalty? Did the 24 have a penalty for somebody putting their hands on the ground maybe? Really? Uh, that was the 11. The 11 got But the that. 24 did get a penalty for something. I, I believe saw so. Yeah. And then. They, it that. worked out for them. Like like we said, in situations where rain's coming, it's the guys who lose track position that end up having the most amount of fuel. Yeah. When, when they can flip it, yep. you know, the script's in their favor. And to uh, the Larson stuff, uh, after he spun, they changed the right rear only. And that there was still damage and there was a tire rub that caused the tire, another tire the tire tires flat, flat spotted. Blew up. Yeah. So that w confirms what you were saying, correct? I wonder if yeah. they only yeah. changed right rear to stay on the lead lap. That's what they must have done. And then you look back at it like, oh, okay, we would have just got the lucky dog. Yeah. yeah. But if we could predict, you know, if we could look at everything in hindsight, right, we'd be, we'd all win more races. Hey, if, it's, if some butts were candies and nuts, Chuck, we'd all have a Merry Christmas. Yeah, this weekend, Loudon. The Magic Mile. Track, do this track position race. Yeah. And the way that the short track package has been, I, I would expect maybe to only pit three times. It's a short race. You'll probably pit at the stage breaks and maybe once. I don't think. I Soft think tire, a little it, bit different of a tire. Goodyear's taken. They're getting a pretty aggressive with the compound of what they're taking. You think it's going to fall off? Yeah. So you think we might do eight pit stops? It's a big difference between three and eight. But well, I, don't I mean, know. if it's I don't know. either going to be you don't want to give up track position or you want tires you're going to pit every time for them. I would guess. Yeah. Uh, I I guess you'll we'll have to see and just evaluate what the rate of fall off is when we get there because I don't think we've ran this tire before. Um, Let me tell you how my week go how my weeks go right now. Today's Monday. Tell me. Right, we go week to week. Like the mission last week was Atlanta. This is what our mission is. I'll go in Tuesday and get briefed on what the mission is, and we work towards it all week and go to New Hampshire. And the week after that, we'll get briefed on what the mission is for Pocono. So I don't know about the tire yet. Yeah, give me the down low. If it's softer, um, which yeah, how it much is, how much softer are they I, saying? No idea. I don't know. Just no, a softer compound, did. or like yeah. a softer sidewall too, or no? It's it. From what I understand, is that it's made to uh, degrade and it's made to lay more rubber down. Love that. Make some marbles. Um, at more of a rate than what we've had with this next gen car yet. Where do you think you'll be running? You think it'll be running like, remember back when we used to go to Loudon, people would be like down below the white line? Yeah. But now it's kind of migrated up. I think up. that, you know, the extra two and a half degrees of banking you get from that lane two, three, uh, no resin, no track prep this weekend. So uh, I think what you normally would see would be like guys wrapping. So there's there's the apron, right? There's a somewhat flat lane one, and then there's a little bit more of a banked transition for lane two you're going to just see guys run their left sides right along that. This is one of my favorite races of the year. Dude, it's so nice there. there. Yeah. 
modified guys up there. Yep. New England shows out for this race every year. For sure. Sneaky and hot. It's always sneaky hot. It is sneaky hot. And the fans already always show up in droves. Um, but it's just beautiful scenery up there. I encourage everybody to go check out New Hampshire. Uh, one last uh, Boats and Woes things uh, from this past weekend. You were talking about the softer tires potentially at New Hampshire. This was uh, Goodyear's 2000th victory in the uh, the Cup Series. Well, do you know who won the 1,000? They smoked their competition. Jeff Gordon in the 24 car. Yeah, so, boom, 24 gets 1,000 and 2,000. and 2,000. Kind of a cool nugget. That is a cool nugget. Yeah, I'm not happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm over yeah. it. Um, 2,000 dubs. I want, what was the first year where it was strictly good years? 95? Ooh, <sighs> this would be good for trivia. This would this be good, good for trivia. Take note. Take note. Yeah. Because there was that whole thing. Yeah. There's a whole thing, Hoosiers. Yep. Ah, I, was right. I read a good right. story yeah. on that. Radials, and they went with Junior Johnson and Dale Earnhardt, yeah. Darrell Waltrip up to North Wilkesboro and shook them down, and that was the first time. Um, I think it was I think it was Dale Earnhardt. I'm sure it was. Smoked them. 95 sounds right. Yeah, we'll go with that. Yeah. And we'll say with enough conviction that people believe us. It was 1995. Holy shit, Chuck. Yeah. Um. All right. Enough pit road boats and woes. 97. Was it 97? In April 1997, Goodyear officially became the exclusive tire supplier of NASCAR. Okay. Okay. Why did you tell me 95? Well, I I hadn't finished reading. Mm. Yeah. So you got that in real time. Okay. Breaking news. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. So technically, yes, 95 is correct. The day after the end of the 94 season, Hoosier left NASCAR. So in 97 – it was official that okay. so yes ninety ninety five is correct. Ninety seven is also correct. All right. We got some penny for your thoughts coming up right after this. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, guys, we are back for some Penny Free Thoughts questions. We got a couple good ones this week, Chuck. Fire away. All right, first up, Nathan Dillard wants to know, can you explain how you calculate Calculate. Calculate. Calculate your number when coming to the choose cone and explain what it means. All right. So those who listen to my radio, I think everybody has their own little way of doing it. But let's just say we are 18th. That would be obviously half of that would be nine. We count. TJ counts the top lane. Um, So we know. So I know that if uh, eight guys have chosen in front of me the top to not lose any positions, I would go to be the ninth car on the top lane. If it is an odd number, so let's just say it's uh, 19, then it's – he usually calls out nine, but I usually just half it and go eight and a half. So it's if I know that if we – if there are, have been eight guys to choose the top, it's a pick them. So you can pick either lane, whichever one you f- feel better in, and then you would essentially be not losing any spots either. Everybody has their own different way of doing it. Uh, Run me back on the half car. So if you're 19th, right, and you know. Oh, okay. Because it's not a So yes, if okay. eight, eight guys in front of you, it's a yep. pick them. Okay, got it. Yeah, you can pick pick either lane, and you're not losing a lane. Okay. Which, how much of that is like you see a guy struggling, and you're like, I'm not going to the top behind him. A third of the time. Yeah. Yeah. Third of the time. The other third of the time would be what your balance is, and the other third of the time what you feel like the preferred is. Because – I would say that it's almost – I would say that the majority of the time it is made for you of just what the shortest lane is. You just don't – you rarely do you want to give up the shortest lane. So that's that. All that's right. how we do it. Next question comes from Zach Taylor. 
and he wants to know, walking down pit road before the Quaker State 400, I noticed a $100 bill in the 12 teams pit box for Ryan Blaney. I was wondering if maybe there was a story of some sort behind that. Oh, great week to bring that up because that actually came up this week pre-race um, within our team. So Trevor Apsey, tire carrier, absolute stud out of Michigan, Central Michigan linebacker. Uh, he found a $100 bill. Oh, it was just on the ground. At, at Charlotte. I think it was at Charlotte or maybe the week before that, wherever we raced, but the week before. So it, maybe it was Wilkesboro. And he's like, man, I'm not taking somebody's 100 and spending it. Like, I'm not going to be that guy. So he's like, instead of doing that, because he's a stand-up guy. I think I lost a $100 bill. We can't actually. <laughs> well, he's like, instead of doing that, I'm just going to tape it on the pit box for good luck. So he's like, he taped it on the pit box and like patted it for good luck. <laughs> we won the Coke 600. Like, damn, Hell yeah. it worked. Um, Money. So this week, we were like, did like the national anthem, do a little prayer before the race. And then we were standing there, and we have these open microphones, just like we have here, where we talk to each other. And when that 100, buck, that 100 bucks came up, and I'm like, I think we got to take it down, man. So we've had three weeks. We haven't finished inside the top 30. There's nothing worse than riding a good luck charm to too long should have went and bought some corn dogs with oh, so he said hey it's my hundred <laughs> <laughs> so, so what are you i came back well i looked it back up um and it was gone so he took it down and we ran good so on to the next uh good luck on the next good luck charm so if you're at the racetrack don't just give Corey penny i could use one right now i'm just kind of wondering who walks around with like hundred dollar bills in their pocket and like not gonna go back and look for it mm. but now if you got a loose one yeah it sucker. If you like pull your pull your wallet out and that thing just happens. I mean, I'm going up and down. If I lose a hundred dollar bill, I'm going up and down pit road. Hey, anybody seen a hundred? But what if you don't know until later that that yeah, fair, fair, you know? fair. Um, we do have another one here from Nick, who is uh, out this week. Uh, producer. Is everybody Nick. at? Yeah, it's, it's employees that are here at NASCAR. Warren work. I'm here. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Shout out. Yeah, Hickey's he's, here too. And Paul, Paul is helping us out this media week. Team. Yeah. They've been waiting to shoot some TikToks for a while. The importance of handling has been talked about with Atlanta being so narrow. Narrow. I can't speak today. Has the way you drive Atlanta changed from the first race last year to the race last night? We talked about this a little bit, but you know, just from a narrowness of the track standpoint. Uh, I don't know if the narrow the narrowness matters, but the handling certainly does. And I think the lanes you pick, you didn't really worry about handling so much because your your car would generally handle on the bottom or the top because asphalt had a lot of grip um, last year. But as it's aged and weathered and it's gotten bumpy, um, the lanes you pick to either defend or find yourself in position to be aggressive have changed a lot for, for the balance of the car. So um, certainly the track gains some grip at, at night, but, um, our, I, I know our team's philosophy is definitely going to be different in terms of how we approach the race and, and the car setup going back. That was all we got. Yeah. There's one more from Merriman, but, uh, we, we got that, that at the early. beginning of the, yeah, yeah. Okay. Penny stacker of the week. Uh, there was, man, there's a lot of people down there in Atlanta that say they listen to the podcast and I appreciate all of those. Uh, but I think I have to give it to a kid named Daniel. Uh, I don't know his last name, but he drove up from Celebration, Florida. Love Celebration, bro. Had a, isn't that down to like Disney World? or? Yeah, so uh, Carissa's uh, uncle owns a place right above the general store there, so we bring the kids down there quite a bit. It's a cool little town. Okay, that's where he that's where he drove up from, day of the race. He showed up with his Corolla Joy hat and shirt on, um, and he bought a ticket for, from the Speedway Children's Charity for the pace car ride, so – uh, I didn't get to give him one, but I gave him, I gave somebody else a ride that, that bid on a pace car ride with me and something like that go for, he said it had four digits. Really? Yeah. It's for the kids, man. They must've not watched you at the Coliseum. No. So the, <laughs> the lady, the lady from Chevy was there. She's like, I'm just gl-. like after, after it was all over, she's like, I'm just glad it has all the bumpers on it. I said, fact check. It was a right side window or mirror. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't a bumper. Yes, I ripped the right side mirror off the Camaro doing pace laps there at the Coliseum, and how? Oh my goodness! The wind is brutal in here today. <laughs> like, <sighs> that's twice. That's a liability. Yeah. yeah. Um. Guess yeah. how fast you can get a 
Camaro ZL1 in the backstretch of Atlanta? 135. Chuck? 165. That's a little bit cooking. Okay. Um, 143 was what she mm, talked about. That was that. close. That's pretty quick, bro. I'm sure that live, I'm sure the insurance was like, mm, I don't really like that. But those Camaros can run, buddy. I mean, I, I took my buddy's Toyota Camry around uh, Charlotte Motor Speedway, and I lost the speedometer at 115, so I don't know where it. No. Uh, yeah. Coming off of How two. How heavy were you breathing? Dude, I, no. This is like when you could, you could buy, like, the hot laps uh, <laughs> uh, the day after Thanksgiving on Black Friday, and – he bought like season tickets, so he had a whole stack of them. You used to be able to buy laps for your car. Yes, around oh Charlotte, yes. Yeah. around and like I was three, I was middle of three wide between an Audi and like a BMW huh. in this Toyota Corolla. We came off a of two, and we were three wide, three wide down the back stretch into three and four, and through the trioval. And when you get back around they're like all right slow it down my foot was shaking because i was like all right i held it in the middle of three wide Hell in charlotte yeah it was fun that remember i've seen that remember? at like seekonk speedway <laughs> yeah, but not at a mile and a half yeah they pr- all it takes is one guy to stuff that thing yeah. and, and ruin it for everybody oh yeah, yeah. i'm but, sure that's and, what happened well and like there were like three of us in the car so it's not just like you're doing oh, this one black oh. friday gift that yeah. that'd be amazing gift. it's like you spend 50 bucks you got three laps man with no with with no speed limit I mean, they did. They didn't say you couldn't. I remember mean, I'm when, sure. I'm sure. Joey about wrecked his R8 there at Charlotte with Savali in the front seat. I don't remember we were that. There for something. Oh, frick. Yeah, they go ripping. Joey had a, a Audi R8, and he went down the backstretch like 150, you know. Huh. And the ride height for that R8 was so low, it went into three and started bottoming out. Oh no! <laughs> Chased it all the way up to the fence, dude. Oh boy! And then, bang, bang, pulled it down. Well, I'm really done. Scared. Well, I'm good. <laughs> I think there was like a, a uh, Coca-Cola shoot or something. Oh. Yeah. That's what I get sketched out about doing those pace car rides. If you're really letting a rip of getting it, because those tires aren't like. Put down in the notes right now. If we ever have Marcus Smith on, we got to ask him why that ended. Because <laughs> I'm sure I, that's a good I might have ended, like, Pull you know, the security yeah. footage and yeah. show yeah. us why. There's got to be a statute of limitations on it at this point. That's all I got. Yep. That's all I got today. We're going to dive in. Busy week here leading up to New Hampshire. Make sure you don't want to miss. Is there a way that people can watch the modified race? The flow? Flow racing, dude. Go I check out Flow Racing. It's on Friday. It's on Saturday night uh, at, like, 4 o'clock, maybe. After cup practice and qualifying is when we rifle off the old modifieds. So make sure you go check that out. Also check out Cup Series. Is it some oddball mileage number, like 301? 301. Yep, they go the extra mile for you. Crayon. Cut the extra mile for you. Crayon 301. At New Hampshire Motor Speedway. Okay. All right, guys, make sure you please tweet us, hashtag Penny for your thoughts. Like, download, share, review, all the things. And then tune in to Spare Change. We're going to break down and pick our winners for loud. And this is Stacking Pennies, lubricated by Mobile One. Y'all have a great day.